नेशनल सिक्योरिटी एडवाइजरी बोर्ड एंड जस्ट टू मेनी थिंग्स डन सो लेट्स जस्ट गेट इनटू कन्वर्सेशन विद हर के स्पॉटलाइट गुड मॉर्निंग गुड मॉर्निंग वेकिंग यू अप एवरी मॉर्निंग दिस इज गुड मॉर्निंग विद के Joining me on the show this morning is a Bengaluru girl. I'm saying girl on purpose, Sudha. All right, <laughs> and it's a real pleasure to speak with Sudha Mahalingam. Firstly, thank you for joining us. It's a real pleasure to chat with you. How are you doing today? Thank you, K. It's a pleasure uh, to chat with you as well. And uh, yeah, I hope we are going to have fun the next few minutes. What fascinates me is that in a time like this, I mean, of course, before COVID, you've travelled. vastly and you've published over 400 travel logs and more uh, than a thousand photographs in national and international publications travel seems to be your top love talk to me about where the bug first bit you and also number 2 what's the most exciting place you've been hands down okay travel has always been a fascination but when i was young that is uh, in the previous century um at that time travel was very expensive and we couldn't afford in fact a plane ticket cost a uh, 3 month salary or something at one point so uh, i used to look at all those uh, colorful pictures in life span and such magazines and lust after those places um and i didn't realize i would end up going to these places uh, so that was how my fascination with travel started right. then my mother had always advised me that if you want to do something in life do it while you have every other responsibility as well mm. because if you are going to wait to finish something and start it's never going to happen it's just like uh, if you want to bathe in the sea plunge in you can't wait for the waves to subside so that's when you know i i did marry a man who had 16 postings in the 45 years i've been married to him wow so i've lived in 16 places i moved with him wherever he went changed jobs but that was not enough for me i wanted to go and see the exciting exotic extraordinary places out there right and so um as long as i was a journalist i couldn't do that it was only near nearby places but the moment i got an i waded into energy research at some point in my life and that took me places right. because there were very few people doing energy research at that time i started getting conference invites and that's how my travel exploded awesome that's so cool to hear so of course like you said you're you're typically an energy economist um in yes. in a lot of ways uh you didn't answer my question about what's the most exciting place on your list yeah sure uh, i think the most exciting place for me was uh, kyrgyzstan 
because I landed in the it, for the experience. Uh, I landed in the late evening when it was already dark. I didn't know the language. I didn't know anyone there, and there were just two taxis outside the airport, and I had to take one of them and travel the next six to seven hours to Ishikul, which was my destination. I just jumped in, and uh, well. I did the trip. It was fantastic. You did I that trip solo. Three, yes, uh, I did that trip solo. I was in a conference in Tashkent, and from there I uh, went to Kyrgyzstan, that is Bishkek. The flight was late by three four hours, so I landed quite late, and I just took a taxi from there. And from then on, you know, uh, it was paradise <laughs> which unfolded. I loved it. Awesome. That's so great to hear. In 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 uh, millennial lingo term, they would say you're living your best life. What I want to do is actually focus on you know how you manage. to balance everything because that's one that a lot of people can't crack so we'll do that conversation on the other side so the mahalingam is with us and she's been talking about or rather is going to continue talking with us about her wonderful journeys through life cnn traveler calls her a 70 odd year old solo traveler from bengaluru who has done pretty much everything so more conversation with her in just a bit stay tuned music great conversation and a whole lot of k welcome to bangalore's personal ray of sunshine you're locked into good morning bangalore with k One world, your station. Welcome back. We're in conversation with Sudha Mahalingam. If you look her name up on Google, the first thing that will pop up is Condé Nast Traveler article that says that uh, she's a 70-year-old solo traveler from Bengaluru. And we're breaking down her story on the show this morning. K-Spotlight. Good morning. Good morning. Waking you up every morning. This is Good Morning with K. So that what I really really like is that when you when you told that travel story right before the break, uh, you had a big smile on your face, which I thought was very very sweet. A lot of people once they reach a certain age feel the burden of responsibility in their life, right? And when I say that, it's a matter of one financial responsibility. Number two, you've got maybe family responsibility and whatnot. Uh, you've been to? Have you counted by the way how many countries you've traveled to? Yes, I did. That's how it appeared. Sixty six. Sixty six. Okay, cool. So how does one balance it? So that like, what's the trick like uh what's the secret to you balancing everything i think if you love doing something you'll always find time to do it uh see my children were growing up and i was traveling particularly the younger one and uh, i realized that if you leave them and go they will manage willingly he was only 4 uh, years old when i took my 32 day trekking trip to kalash mansarovar wow you know and when i he said bye and he slept with my sari under his pillow but uh, when i came back he was all right and then they got used to the fact that amma will go out from time to time and my husband was very supportive for me the household you know um, was running on its own because we i had domestic help i didn't have any relatives to bring up my children or uh, to help me with anything but i had domestic help and so household was running smoothly office i've been very lucky to have uh, an office environment where i could take time off from conferences if i went right. for a three day conference i could always add maybe 5 days 10 days sometimes even a whole month to my trip which enabled me to see many places uh, that's how i traveled beautiful um Sounds so cool. And on that note, you know, uh, I'm sure you have ample number of stories which I want to get to uh, in a bit. 
but i just want to really dial back you said that you have a very supportive partner in your life right um your husband has been a has been a great let's just say partner in helping you a lot, uh, you know doing all, all of this so is that really that important to think so that like for people out there who are listening to this does that play a vital role in making all of these you know trips and all these this traveling and you know not being around for a while does that really help okay i think that's a very very important question you asked me you know marriage is something where you take space you are never given space any partnership is where you take your space so once you demonstrate to your partner or spouse that this is what i want to do they are not going to stop you from doing that because by doing what you love most you are also doing other things like a wife mother you know family woman i can yeah. do all that I, even as a as a professional i can do all that very happily yeah otherwise i would have been grumpy and doing part of the things so <laughs> he realized that if i had to be good at everything i should be you know let i should i should do all the things that i always love to do that's how it happened my husband is has always been a traditional indian uh, male but he changed along the way because i took my space that is such an important point you brought up because uh, i'm engaged i am very soon to be married so <laughs> here you say this is scaring me a little bit <laughs> oh. no you should take your space in the marriage <laughs> Awesome. I I want to do more conversations so that we'll be right back in just a bit. It's a little special we got running on K Spotlight Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Sudha Malingam. There are people who complain about blues and there are people who listen to Good Morning Bangalore with K. Let's go. 94.3 One World Your Station. Welcome back. I've been enjoying conversation with this wonderful human being. Sudha Mahalingam has done everything. She's shown people that there's more to life than a job, marriage, kids. She's a person who loves solo traveling. She's done everything from diving to skydiving uh to trekking to an adventure in the wild for the past 30 years. K Spotlight. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Waking you up every morning. This is Good Morning with K. I'm uh, really curious, you know, do you have one insane story you can tell us that happened uh, over the last 30 years of your travel visiting 66 countries? What's one mad story you'll never forget that's always on the tip of your tongue? Yeah, lots of mad stories. Actually, my book The Travel Gods Must Be Crazy is a collection of all my travel misadventures. <laughs> oh nice, okay. Many misadventures. It has 26 stories. All of them are misadventures, but right. if you want to sing, want me to single out one, I would say that uh, one uh, full moon night i was i was uh, caught alone with a stranger in a fully mined road in kashmir i wow. think that was a that would have been a scary, a scary uh, you know experience for anyone but i wasn't even conscious of uh, the the fear element at that time and um, that story is there in my book uh, but i we managed i managed to get out of the situation basically how did you get stuck there by the way in the first place you know i went to amarnath uh, yatra and on the way back somebody told me there is another route through baltal you take that route it's a shorter one so i took that shorter route and it so happened on that route there were uh, terrorists active 
we i saw houses burning on the hillside and the person to whom i gave a lift in my taxi was an army captain right and that is how i was able to uh, you know pass through that area because there were so many security checks right the next day the car in which i went to the airport was fired at bullets were flying on all sides and i still managed to reach the airport see i'm not easily scared of anything i only look at the thrill maybe looking back it was foolish but you know, i did it <laughs> there's a fine line isn't there there's a fine line oh wow that's really really cool so wow so you're saying the fact that you picked up an army personnel you know just giving them a ride that's what kind of got you through mainly is that right yes there were many uh, places where there were barricades and they wouldn't allow us in but he flashed his id and uh, he never told me his name he never told me his identity nothing I are you in touch with him i'm curious to know are you still in touch yes 20 years later he called me and uh, you know uh, that's when i realized i found out from him we had lunch one day and he told me the entire story he didn't want to disclose his identity because that is how he kept safe in the uh, valley ah wow that must have been quite a meeting after 20 years right yes <laughs> wow i can only imagine tell me the name of the book one more time uh, uh, sudha please this is uh, called the travel gods must be crazy published by penguin random house in uh, 2019 fantastic 2 years ago it's already going for a reprint now awesome we're going to come back into our last leg of conversation with sudha make sure you stay tuned right here if you need a little bit of inspiration that's what sudha's trying to provide with us uh, provide us with this morning stay tuned Looking forward to partying on the weekend is so yesterday when you have a party on the airwaves every morning. Every morning. You're okay. Uh. 94.3 One World Your Station. I've had a lot of fun conversation with Sudha Malingam. You know, the first thing that you do when you type in her name into Google is a beautiful Condé Nast traveler article that kind of pops up that talks about how she's a 70-year-old solo traveler from Bengaluru that's done everything. K-Spotlight. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Waking you up every morning. This is Good Morning with K. Every adventure, you name it. And I've really enjoyed... getting to know the process but i want to ask you about you know this whole wanderlust space that we are stuck in uh you don't travel physically rather we look at social media of someone going somewhere and you know we're like hey i wish i could do that right and like you started this conversation you know you told me that you will make time for the things that are important to you traveling was important to you you actively made time for it so especially in a time like this sudha i'm i'm referring to pandemic times how does one really do what you did right if there's a young woman out there maybe a 20 year old sudha for that matter who needs a little bit of inspiration what would you say to her uh, i think it's always possible in any situation like even during the pandemic i must have done a dozen driving trips all the way from bangalore to goa bangalore to hampi and then uh, i went to uti i went to valparai uh, last week i was in uh, uti again and before that i was in kurg uh, so it's possible for you to drive and all these many of these homestays are quite safe um they do uh, they do observe uh, you know strict discipline and so it's possible for you to locate those trips that can still be done during covid times but now i'm planning my next trip maybe i'm just looking at namibia uh, wow. because i started this conversation and i'll be going to patagonia later in december uh, and also to colombia 
maybe other places uh, subsequently wherever it's opened up i'll go definitely i'm not going to uh, you know uh, make covid hold me back from my dream <laughs> i dream big and i will realize my dream if i you know that's how i live beautiful um i have a question for you though like um when people hear travel they often think of expense right it's it's a, it's a big expense how does someone like you manage has it just been see, that you've you know, been me, blessed in a fortunate family or do you how do you do no, it no no i come from a very middle class family in fact my the only condition my husband put was that i shouldn't be spending family money uh, on travel that's how you know it so happened when i started doing energy research they would invite me to conferences pay for my travel pay for my visa pay for my stay for 3 days or something but i after that whatever i extend that would be at my expense which was not much and i have no qualms about moving from hilton in athens to uh, straight to a hostel awesome. where i shared a dorm with four uh, three other girls <laughs> so you know you should be able to adjust to different uh, kind of environments Yeah. And um and I'm a, I'm quite okay with hardship travel. I'm I'm not at all I don't balk at uh, lack of comfort. Uh, last trip was uh, to Madagascar where I traveled on a boat to a place called Singi for 3 days. The boat didn't have a toilet. Oh wow. Okay. So how much harder can it get? <laughs> I uh want to close out our conversation by saying that you know your stories are unbelievable. You seem like a person who's just so full of life. Uh but my last little question to you is what would be the little piece of advice you would give to your younger self yeah do it dream big even bigger uh, you know whatever you want to do do it now life is here and now life is not somewhere in the distant future that's what i would tell young people who whatever they want to do it may it might not be travel it might be something else but do it now you don't know what the future holds for you that's the advice i would give fantastic because so- i started traveling rather late at, in my 40s so now if i were to if i were younger i would start traveling even earlier <laughs> uh, 25 30 and uh, do all the other places that i've always wanted to do so that i can't tell you you know hearing your story listening to you speak has been really really wonderful to say the least i wish you all the very best and i hope to see more articles more more pictures i hope to see uh you know you going to wherever it is that you want to madagascar i don't know namibia the nile river wherever antarctica <laughs> i hope you go to all of those places and thank you so much i don't think you realize you know just by telling your story i think you provide so much inspiration to a lot of young people out there uh, wishing you only the best thank you k it was a pleasure talking to you and to your listeners thank you ladies and gentlemen get to know him off air too have you followed him on facebook instagram and twitter yet at off air with k slide into his dms now 94.3 radio 1 One world your station